Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Uh, let's have a look at what we're going to start. Oh, International Women's Day. Let's start off with uh, Clarissa Shields, who's made an offer through Salida Promotions, their manager, uh, to tackle Natasha Jonas, potentially. Let's see what this story is about. Clarissa Shields has welcomed a blockbuster showdown with Natasha Jonas as the undisputed middleweight champion eyes have returned to the UK in 2023. Both fighters have made no secret of their interest in what beckons as one of the biggest clashes of the year in women's boxing. Shields riding the momentum of last October's thrilling win over Savannah Marshall at the O2 and Jonas in the form of her life as unified super welterweight champion. Shields promoter Dimitri Salida says the American is waiting on a response to her offer from Jonas, who beat uh, Canadian Marie-Yves de Caire by unanimous decision last November and uh, added uh, the IBF female light middleweight title to her belt hall. Uh, we love the fight, Salida told uh, Sky Sports. The ball is in Natasha's court. I know she talked about wanting to fight Clarissa, but has not stepped up to the plate to accept it after receiving an offer. Shields delivered a clinical display to come out on top against long-term foe Marshall as the pair headlined a historic all-women's card in London last year. The proclaimed uh, greatest woman of all time seemed unfazed by the hostile atmosphere that followed her throughout fight week. So much so, the 27-year-old is open to facing Jonas on British soil. Yes, we love the UK boxing culture, its fans and media, said Salida. To come to the UK for boxing is always a holiday. Shields has long championed equality in boxing as one of the leading voices in the pursuit of equal pay and opportunity for female fighters and athletes. Let's move along to uh, a story that we don't often talk about, uh, Cuban fighters fighting in Dubai. Uh, this upcoming weekend in, uh, let's see, in, in Dubai, yes, promoted by People's Fighters Promotion. And they're hosting a card uh, featuring four young Cuban prospects with legitimate world championship ambitions uh, in their minds. On the In the main event, 20-year-old Javier Herrera, who's 9-0, seven knockouts out of Cuba, takes on Filipino Armelito de la Torre, 22-4, 14 knockouts in the 10-round main event. In the co-main event, another undefeated Cuban prospect, 22-year-old super welterweight Jan Marcos, 7-0, 6 knockouts, looks to extend his unbeaten streak as he takes on the 27-year-old WBC Asia Silver champion, Troy the Hawk Coleman, who's 10-1, by the way, out of Staffordshire, England. And that's going to be an eight-round battle. Um, so a quick look here in the featured undercard fight, undefeated 19-year-old super welterweight Jesus Gamboa, 8-0, 2 knockouts, looks to extend his unbeaten streak against journeyman Adam Dewey Abdul Hamid, he's 17 and 12 with nine knockouts, also fighting out of the Philippines. Another undefeated 19 year old Cuban will look to rack up another win as featherweight Diane Gonzalez, he's 8 0, six knockouts, takes on Ali Laurel, who's 19, 7 and 1 with 11 knockouts of his own. Uh, Lauren, by the way, is former uh, two time WBO Oriental champion who may be best remembered for dropping a split decision to future world title contender Aston Pilecte in 2011. However, Laurel has struggled in his most re recent outings, having lost in three of his last four bouts. Still, he's a seasoned veteran who could test the young Havana born prospect, particularly if he can frustrate Gonzalez with his southpaw stance. 
Rounding off the card, Almo Troya. He's 12 and 4, 8 knockouts out of Cebu, Philippines. Will take on undefeated Ugandan Abdul Azizi Sablimi. 8 and 0, 6 knockouts in a super lightweight fight. There we go. Good stuff out of Dubai. As a follow up to yesterday's fantastic story about Tyson Fury and Alexander Yusik. We see now today that uh, in a story, again, written by Charles Brown, I must emphasize, not my own words here, in a sign that Tyson Fury has no desire to fight unbeaten three-belt heavyweight champion Alexander Usyk for all the marbles in the division, the big six-foot-nine Gypsy King has rejected a 60-40 split for the winner of his fight with the talented champ uh, scheduled for April 29th at Wembley Stadium in London. Usyk's promoter, Alex Kryuk, uh, sorry, Krashuk reports that WBC belt champ Fury, 33-0 and, and 1, 24 knockouts, turned down the offer of a 60-40 split for the winner that he had proposed to solve the impasse, but it wasn't good enough for the big Brit who wants uh, a figure rather than a split. Fury asking for a figure for a limited pot of money in the UK means that the only way the fight would happen is if Usyk accepted what was left which likely would be nowhere near what he would have made with the deal that he had already agreed to from the Saudis for the fight uh, before those plans went up in smoke. Uh, Krasjuk says it's possible that Fury isn't physically and or mentally ready for the fight with Yusik at this time, so he's pricing himself out. There were already reports that Fury had asked the Saudis for too much money and blown the deal with them. In looking at how uh, out of shape Fury appeared during his brother Tommy's recent fight in Saudi Arabia last month on February 26, there's no way, according to Charles Bruns, that uh, Charles Brun that Tyson could burn the fat off his belly in time for the April 29th fight. No way, he says. With the huge money the fight could have gotten if it was staged in Saudi Arabia off the table, thanks to Fury, it meant the match would need to take place in the UK where there wouldn't be the same revenue. If Fury was still looking to figure, and for a figure, the only way that fight could happen is if Usyk was willing to take considerably less than him, which is obviously something he's not going to do as a three-belt champion to Tyson's lone one. Uh, added uh, Krasjuk, if he doesn't want it, we can't make him want it. We're not asking for a figure, we're asking for a split. And probably split doesn't work well if somebody's asking for a figure, and I can definitely say that's not our party. Finally, uh, we initially agreed uh, to 50-50, but Tyson asked for bigger money. Maybe Tyson's not ready yet. Maybe he's not ready mentally. He's not ready physically, added uh, Krasjuk. The fight should happen someday. <laughs> we can all only hope. Anyway, let's move along to the final story of the day. I wanted to let you know that uh, boxing is alive on, and well on the big screen. It seems that uh, Creed Three. Uh, emerged victorious at the box office with its impressive 58.7 million debut, setting a franchise record while dethroning two-time domestic charts champ Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, Creed, kicked, Creed 3 kicked off internationally with a 41.8 million box office, bringing its total tally to a knockout 104, no, sorry, 100.4 million gross. Wow. It's also a big win for theater owners who are banking on the good fortunes to continue in March with upcoming releases such as Scream 6, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and John Wick Chapter 4. Um, heading into the weekend, Creed 3 was projected to earn 36 million bucks to 40 million, 36 to 40 million, not bad, which would have already been enough to establish a new high watermark for the series. The first Creed 
which relaunched the decades-old Rocky films in 2015, powered uh, to $29.6 million box office in its first weekend, while its 2018 sequel, Creed II, opened to a $35.5 million uh, weekend. But the third installment, directed by uh, series star Michael B. Jordan in his feature filmmaking debut, got a boost from stellar reviews and strong audience scores. Initial ticket buyers who awarded the film an A minus cinema score were 30, sorry, 63% male, while 55% were between the ages of 18 and 34, which gives you an indication uh, of where the boxing audience lies, quite frankly. Uh, and, and they even go on uh, to to suggest that these audiences are quite diverse 23 percent being white 28 were latino 36 were black and 13 were eight 13 percent were asian according to post track data anyway uh, create create three also benefited from the pricier imax tickets at a huge 38 percent of business came from the premium large format screens as well as better than expected turnout on friday with 22 million alone wow uh, said IMAX CEO Rich Gelfond, Michael did an excellent job launching the film and in doing so offering further proof that the box office is back and ready to support this year's strong diversified slate. The 75 million budgeted Creed 3 is the most expensive film in the trilogy. Its predecessors cost 35 million and 50 million respectively, but box office analysts, analysts are optimistic about its theatrical run. Jordan stars in the movie as heavyweight champ Adonis Creed, son of boxing legend Apollo Creed, alongside Jonathan Majors as his childhood friend turned rival. It's the first entry in the long-running series without Sylvester Stallone, who originated the role of Rocky Balboa and returned in the spin-off as mentor to Adonis. His absence didn't appear to impact ticket sales. Yeah, obviously. Uh, after six Rockies and two previous Creeds, the story continues to resonate and business is up. It's impressive, says David Gross, who runs the movie consulting firm Franchise Entertainment's Research. Weekends like this are good news for the industry. And I might add, they can uh, thank boxing. All right, Talking Fan fans, thank you for joining me once again. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Eastern time when I join Mike Orr and Cedric Ben for their show, Knuckle Up. Did I mention that was my last story of the day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.